your coffee? I got my coffee. You got your coffee? Of course. Good girl. You're back. I know. This I love our morning coffee and creepy talks. God, I just love our morning coffee. Oh, I know, but the creepy part's good, too. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh, my. How happy were you to see the recycling guys and the rubbish guys today? Oh, my God. Underappreciated. So fucking happy. I mean, <laughs> these guys... I love them. I want to send cards to them. I will offer, well, no, I won't offer to have their children, but. It's a little bit a, late it, for that train. But if I were young enough, I might think about it. Because, mm. oh, God, I was so glad to see them. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I might, like, put out a sign. Well, yeah, Be like, okay. thank you. Uh, we've got so much class recycling. <laughs> It is ridiculous. Okay, you want to know the really bad thing? <laughs> Our normal um, recycling bin that mm -hmm. we put the bag and the recycling in. Lasted three days and locked it. No. Your dad took the recycling bag out and filled it with glass. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys... I saw your recycling bin. Just, there are a lot of wine bottles. There's a in there. lot of wine bottles. I'm not like the cute little ones. Oh that no, I no, get. no, no, no. No, these are industrial size. These are like vats. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, but your dad's still alive, so You win some, you lose some. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Two months of lockdown, and he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, the wine helped. <laughs> so for people listening who might be like, what the fuck? Um, we're expats, <laughs> and we are, like, we won the lottery with choosing where to live. Um, our country locked down early we locked down for what um five weeks and then went to like a partial reopening for three three weeks yeah. three weeks yeah. two weeks three weeks uh, it, yeah in that range and now we're kind of um at like a it's like a soft reopening it, it's yeah and except that the bar's open today, so we'll see how that all rolls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be the scary one. The restaurants, the cafes, and things like that. Caf? Cafes. <laughs> We're not so... Seriously, more coffee. Um, that I think people behaved really well with that. It's just going to be the, the bar's reopening. Mm. Because, you know, I mean... Because we're all a bunch of booze hags here. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. Oh, okay. I thought you'd grown some sort of moral compass or something. It scared me. <laughs> How long have you known me? <laughs> um, but no, so like, um, schools went back this week, this week. Mm-hmm. And you can pretty much do most things as long as you're sensible and like social distance and stuff. 
but um, during lockdown our recycling didn't get picked up because obviously it has to be hand recycled which means that there's a chance of transmission mm. and it wasn't really safe for the people that do the recycling so this is the first real week that we've been able to put out our recycling and it is amazing um there's a lot of it <laughs> yeah and just um fyi if there's like a really big glass sounding crash while we're recording it's because the recycling truck is coming it's taking our bin it'll be loud um and i'm it'll real be... shit at this editing thing and i don't know how to do it so you're probably gonna hear it yeah, um, hear all of our glass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> also, do you hear this? I'm loud. I know you are. So <laughs> this is great. We fixed you. Fixed the microphone. I solved technology. I'm so I did not. Um, it, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is you so could have taken the win. All I had to do was rotate the microphone. It was like facing <laughs> slightly <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> And again, I don't know how to edit because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I had no idea how to make my voice sound louder and your voice, which was oh, deafening, deafening. Um, to be quieter. So apologies to everyone who turned off last episode about three seconds in. You missed some Because I was yelling at them. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Um, <laughs> for real, though. But um, speaking of the recycling truck, that kind of oh, is yeah. a little bit of what we're talking about today is um, recycling, upcycling, you're dead. And reuse. <laughs> <laughs> you're never too late to do some good. So um, humans, we've always been like okay-ish about recycling. You know, like back in the, uh, the Middle Ages sheep intestines mm -hmm. nothing was wasted here you guys sheep intestines were used for oh, no. sausage casings okay, and okay. condoms okay i was good don't want to get knocked up just wrap yourself in some intestine and um my husband gave me this lovely little gem that apparently what he heard i don't know if this is true i didn't google it because i couldn't be bothered um but apparently people used to ask, are you a pig man, a sheep man, or a cow man, based on the size of the intestine. It was like the, you know, small, medium, extra large size condoms. <laughs> so you'd get like all these like medieval dudes walking around and they'd why yes, I'm a cow man. <laughs> Fuck off. No, you're not, Gerald. <laughs> I've seen that thing, Jerry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Also, your broadcasting voice is back. It's I awful with it. I don't know what it is. I think it's because living in D.C. for so long, and, and we used to get the Howard Stern broadcast down there. In, like, the 90s, guys. And so, you know, driving into work, which seven miles was an hour Three and hours. a half adventure, you know, you, you get Howard Stern. I, I swear I think that's what happens. I see this thing, I turn into Howard Stern. Please it's don't. awful. Please it's don't. really horrifying. But it's almost like a Pavlovian response for you. You've got like a <laughs> microphone in front of you and all of a sudden you're like, what? What? <laughs> I'm from New York. 
Hey, Josie. I don't know what it is. You can only leave the gun. (laughs) (laughs) But just um, FYI, this is not what my mother sounds like in real life. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Except I do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, Lord. I always sound like a small child <laughs> well, who's got a head cold. See? <laughs> <laughs> that was you. Don't blame me. Oh. But yeah, so um, we've always been like average at recycling. Um, except the really creative ways that people cycled their dead well yeah because that was interesting i mean something just for the good of the planet no one was interested in but you want to make a chandelier out of skulls and phalanges i am here for it so see i mean by the way when we replace that lighting fixture can we do something about that well you never know i mean would james be okay with that one maybe not yeah I'm thinking that the skulls would probably just, yeah, be a little much. <laughs> um, when you were in Rome, did you ever go see the Capuchin monks? I told no, you to, but yeah, did you? No, I didn't. While we were there, we uh, we just meandered around and got lost and went. And it was just before Christmas shopping opened. So needless to say, we went down to where all the cool people were and watched them go into Prada and Gucci and waved at them. <laughs> from afar because with yeah. your empty wallets <laughs> we, we're we were, we were not going into Prada and Gucci it wasn't uh-huh. going to happen I'm just going to get more coffee don't drink at all please how long have you known me? I know that's what worries me definitely going to drink it all if I can uh, but yeah no we didn't we didn't go and see the, the capuchin monks and all of that I, we concentrated on just wandering around and having the best pizza in the world and you know <laughs> we didn't do any of the really my favorite things. thing was dad putting up a photo of a random fountain and being like look nick we found the, the trevi fountain and i was like no dad no you didn't yeah not. i know we, we we thought we'd found it three or four times and it was like oh i'm just giving up i think it's, he just gave up and was like here's a fountain here's a fountain call it what you want <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw a nickel in it'll be good oh my gosh but when James and I were in Rome, we did go see the Capuchin monks. Mm-hmm. Um, so for anyone who wants to go, it's near Piazza Barberini. Um, it is on, I am going to fucking butcher this name, and I am so sorry. Um, so it is beneath the church of Santa Maria della Concezione di Cappuccini on Via Veneto in Rome. But you get the Via Veneto good. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the name Maria. Yeah. I've got that. Have you solved the problem with Maria? <laughs> you chuck her in the crib and make a statue out of her bones. Don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. So basically they were moved in like the 1600s or something. They had to move from their original church to this new church. Right. And when they got there... The way that the story was told to us, anyway, I don't know if this is real. I did some Googling last night just to get my facts straight. But um, when we were there, we were told that when they got there, they were, there was no, like, graveyard. And right. so they were like, mm, what the fuck do we do with all of our dead? And so they created, like, the crypt underneath. Mm-hmm. And they just started stacking them up. Oh, they did the corpse lasagna. Pretty much. <laughs> 
that's going to be relevant later. We will get to it. Oh, this is frightening. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when you go in, there's like three or four different rooms, essentially, that you go through. Uh -huh. And they're all like, the walls are covered in bones. They've made like statues. It smells really musty and what you might imagine it might smell uh. like. Well, not so gross because it's not like... They're not putting fresh bodies in there. You're not like looking at some bloated monster. Yeah, but I mean, they they they'll go through with like some Febreze or something. <laughs> just to. Take oh, sorry. Have you been to Europe? <laughs> it was just a thought. I mean, they get a, they get a lot of tourists. You would think invest no, in some Febreze. They do not, but um, they do change it up sometimes. Apparently. Um, the bones are kind of like cycled through like <laughs> as they need new they just take out the old um but there's like skulls like leaning in or whole bodies rather leaning in from like the tops of, of walls on like weird angles so they're kind of like looming so over you like there are literal chandeliers made out of like their metatarsals like the tiniest little bones like everything is used and then you come to this end room they're upcycling. They're making art, yeah. mother. Well, Don't look at me like that. Yeah. They're not <laughs> um, wasting them. They're not. Um, but at the end, there's this really, like, um, face your own mortality thing at the end. There's, like, this room, and there's same thing as in every other room. There's bones. But there's this plaque, and what it says is what we are now or sorry, no, <laughs> let me start over. What you are now, we used to be. What we are now, you will be. Ugh, cheery. And I like saw that and felt a bit ill and was like, we gotta go. <laughs> we have to go That's now. a Hallmark greeting card in the making, <laughs> isn't it? It is, it is. <laughs> dust. <laughs> we are Not necessarily dust. in the wind either. <laughs> no. Wow. That's... So um, it's had some like fairly notable visitors. <laughs> This is one that, that got me. The Marquis de Sade visited. And apparently his, like, Yelp review of this was... It was well worth the effort. Um, <laughs> growth. Gross. Growth. <laughs> Just... Why would yeah. you turn the Marquis de Sade loose in a tunnel full of corpses? I know, right? I thought that was a bit funny. Um, <laughs> you just feed the disease. I mean, well, you know, why not? You have to wonder where it came from. Um, so, Nathaniel Hawthorne's been, Mark Twain's been. There's also, um, it's, I guess, a bit similar to the Sedlick Ossuary in the Czech Republic, mm -hmm. which we didn't go to. Yeah. But, um, like, I, I definitely would have, because I'm into that spooky shit a little bit. <laughs> James was a bit like, going here and was it like yeah, we'll see because <laughs> <laughs> I want to see dead bodies no <laughs> turns out I do not I really don't but it was really cool like it like definitely it's worth you know it. once you can go places again that are not your front yard um unless you live where we do you can go to the bars um <laughs> but you know once people can like go places definitely mm -hmm. worth a visit it was well worth it. <laughs> oh, my little Marquis. No, no, no. The Marquesa. No, no, no. Marquesa. 
<laughs> Marquesa de Sad. But anyway, when I was thinking about like people upcycling, it made me think of the Capuchin monks, and I was like, oh my gosh, we could do a whole episode on things like that in the Paris catacombs, but um, maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Oh my god. That isn't my case, by the way. I've got something way darker. Worse than that? Oh god. You said it, corpse lasagna. Okay. But you go first, homie. I've got coffee to drink. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So we're talking about reuse, recycling for the greater good. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, okay, so everybody go ahead and get your jollies now. This comes courtesy of the BBC Antiques Road Trip. This was a story I that was so told. I'm so not surprised. I, it was... It, the, the guys visited Rye, England in Sussex and the Eaps Tower and visited with the museum there and the, the lady was telling them the stories of so yes, this is this is courtesy of the Antiques Road Trip yes, I'm an oldie, so just lap it up and move on because when you look at my mother's TBR it's like Antiques Road Show repeated 50 times those bones could be worth something one day. You never know. It could happen. Anyway, so the thing with Eaps Tower, um, there was a butcher in the town of, of uh, Rye that the townspeople accused him, and his, his name was John Breeds. So he was accused of shorting the meat measures. So I guess when people were buying meat from him, he was overcharging, basically. So then they, naturally he goes before the, the mayoral court, which I guess is just run by the mayor, and he decides. And just no one else? There's yeah, pretty no much. oversight? No, no, I mean, why would there be? Excellent. So he basically, you know, decides guilty or innocent and whatever. So he found Mr. Breed's guilty. So I cannot figure out, and I do not know, if Breed's actually served a sentence or if he just uh, escaped. I don't know. But at some point in around 1743, he decided... He was going to get some of his own back and kill the mayor that had sentenced him. Well, Why not? He fucked up. He actually stabbed the assistant mayor and didn't kill the mayor. I'm sorry. How do you get that wrong? I, the boy had problems, okay? <laughs> I like, don't know. Maybe getting he, away with murder back then was not hard. That shouldn't have been that Literally, hard. All you had to do was wait till go dark. a town away. <laughs> well, or wait till dark, and then do your business, go away, all good. Pretend well, you're shocked and yeah, surprised that it's happened. Uh, apparently the butcher wasn't that sharp. Ha. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so instead he accidentally gets the assistant mayor, kills him. So then when he's brought up on trial for the murder that he's committed, it's in front of, wait for it, the mayor. That because he, he's the only right that he was uh, intended. Overarching right, authority. Right. He's the overlord, as it were. Um, he's me. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. 
So he <laughs> also slightly dictatory. Slightly. So he anyway he sentences Mr. Breeds to execution death. So I, I'm I'm assuming he was hung. That's generally how these things rolled at the time. Um, but then they put his body <clears throat> in this fabulous invention called a gibbet, which kind of like a big bird cage. Some of them were in the shape of a human body. Some of them just looked like a big bird cage. Like what you see in like um, old illustrations yeah, where yeah, there's yeah. people yeah, in yeah. cages yeah. and they're and like how yeah exactly kind of like uh, uh, what was it Willow when the, the guy's hanging in the cage it's old movie mm. but I remember it but anyway, anyway so they, they put his dead body in there and leave it to rot for like 70 years why well, the, like, what's this, the point? Okay, well, this is where the recycling kicks in. The ladies of Rye decided that they would steal his bones. So, For crafts? So, no, better than that, they used, they boiled his bones and used it for a cure for rheumatism. Except apparently they couldn't get his skull out. So, if you go <laughs> to Rye... No. You can, his skull is still in the gibbet hanging outside the museum. Yes. Actually. Actually, for realsies. Yeah, oh no, God, no, no kidding. Yeah. It's, um, it's amazing. But yeah, so apparently if you kill a butcher, hang him up for 70 years, and you can boil his bones and make a rheumatism cure. Well, people drink, like, bone broth right so yeah it's not? human bone broth i mean yeah. super it, gross but what if it, hey if it cures rheumatism hey but yeah so if you go to the rye museum um place on on the interwebs they oh, they the interwebs. they actually have a picture of the gibbet with the skull still in there and oh gives you all of the pertinent information about the museum and Apparently, Rye's a lovely little town with the minor exception. I guess no one there has rheumatism, so. Well, they're not all drinking his bone broth. Well, I don't know. They may have a little bit of it that they'll sell you in the shops. <laughs> <laughs> you got rheumatism here. <laughs> they're just really rationing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like gold. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's so, so gross. That's yeah. So I, was this like, um, was this like looked down on, or was it just accepted? Like, nah, go for it. Yeah, I mean, it's just apparently you know what, take that leg bar. Apparently, nobody had any issue with it. They just the ladies would. I mean, they did say that they stole the bones. So I'm guessing they just. Well, it wouldn't be hard. Yeah, I mean, they just waited till it was dark and stole a bone and took it home and boiled it down and had some rheumatism tea that night. I don't know. <laughs> but I just thought it was the weirdest thing I'd ever heard. I mean, seriously, the bones 
of a, a convict. I wonder why. I like, don't. Like you've got livestock. Yeah, why would you use a convict? Maybe it's that old like evil attracts evil. They're like, you know could, what? You're gonna get the devil out of me too. This is true. The devil rheumatiz. It could happen. It, yeah. could. it could. I don't know, but I just thought. I mean, that did was... they like give this to other people? Did other people just willingly drink this oh, guy's yeah. bone yeah. broth? And did they know that it was him? Uh, apparently, yeah. It was a well accepted and known thing, and you oh would just God. go visit Granny Smith down the road and. You know, have an apple and some brown broth. Yeah, pretty much. Brown broth? Oh my gosh, I have not had enough you, coffee, yeah, you guys. I don't know what is wrong with me. So much. Mm. Don't even answer that. <laughs> List is too long. We don't have time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, so that was um, that. That was entertaining. Uh, I was rather surprised by the fact that it was just nicely. I mean. It, it was nicely glanced over. It was perfectly okay to steal the bones and do all of this. Uh, the worst thing was the butcher shorting people on their meat. That was the big. Well, thing. that's the real crime. That yeah. was the real crime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you probably could have gotten away with the stabbing of the assistant mayor, but it, it was this was your second. You know, I mean, you'd already shorted people on their meat, and then you do this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! I hear the recycling truck. Oh, <laughs> oh! This should be good. <laughs> you just sound like a waterfall of glass outside. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, all right. Are you going to gross me out now? Well, yeah, because there's no shortage of meat in mine. Oh no. Um, lasagna. Lasagna. <laughs> oh Lord. Not quite lasagna. More like um, pate and meat pies. Oh no. Oh, here it goes. You hear it? That's not bad. No, so oh, that far. was one of the neighbors. <laughs> um, so, I am covering the um, story that supposedly inspired Sweeney Todd. For reals. For realsies. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I was going to cover that lady who turned her neighbor into soap. Because <laughs> that real morbid. <laughs> I mean, that's like the ultimate form okay, of upcycling. Really, that is really... And you kill Susan down the road and then give her away as a Christmas gift. Why not? <laughs> it's good for the environment. True, true. But that was really recent, like horrifyingly recent, and I just couldn't do it. Well, and on top of that, with the, the people running around looking for hand sanitizer and soap, that, you know, that oh, would have been so appropriate. Mm. As appropriate as I get, anyway. Oh. So, I am back on the urban legend train today. Ooh, choo choo. Um, that's <laughs> uh, not. That's uh, not too horrible. It's still going. Yeah. Well. <laughs> thank. God. Hopefully, you won't hear it when it gets to my house. <laughs> We probably will. Actually, you probably will. <laughs> <laughs> Three blocks away, and you can hear the glass tumbling. So, you want to repurpose that Karen in your life? Mm. Mm. You just make some money from her meat. Oh, no. That is what 
apparently this Parisian barber did. So most people know the the movie with problematic yeah, or Johnny yeah, Depp and the, Helena, Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, and the play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or wasn't there an Angela Lansbury version? That was the play, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You saw that, didn't you? Oh, or you yeah. saw part of it? I saw it, yes. The whole thing? Was yeah. it super gross? Yes. And the, awesome. and then when Angela Lansbury started doing the Cabot Cove thing where yeah, people yeah, yeah. were dying around her left Murder right. Murder, Yeah, that one. Yeah, all I could think is, oh, you were doing this a long time ago on stage. <laughs> just back it's then, you just... were profiting from it. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, it was, it originated as a Penny Dreadful, which was like a Victorian-era horror-themed short story. So, this one was written by this absolute hack called Thomas Peckett Prest. He um, basically, books were expensive back then, mm -hmm. so he wrote budget brand versions of more well-known stories. So some of his um, back catalog include <laughs> David Copperfull. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The Life and Adventure of Oliver Twists. <laughs> Two S's. You're kidding. And Nicholas Nickelberry. <laughs> so he was ripping off Dickens. But <laughs> oh yeah, he was ripping off everyone he could. Oh. And basically, um, he was like publishing in these little magazines that were cheap and easy to get, so people could afford them. Right. Okay. Um, so, which meant that Penny Dreadfuls had like a really wide reader base. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was also quite good money for him. But then he published this story about Sweeney Todd, the Dean of him the demon barber of Fleet Street, right? Mm -hmm, right. Um, <laughs> he ripped it off from a probably fake story that mm. was published in a book in the early 1800s. Um, so, retired French police officer Joseph Fouché? 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 F-O-U-C-H-E? Mm. We'll go with Fouché. Sounds sure, good. why not? So, he published this true crime book called Archives de la Police. Which um, detailed an old case of a barber and a baker who had shops next to each other. Mm, sound a bit familiar? Sounds vaguely familiar. Except that it probably wasn't true. It was probably a really exaggerated version of what is like a medieval tale. Right. So um, it's just basically gotten turned into, it's evolved into the Sweeney Todd story that we've all come to know and love. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, the actual story goes that in the 1300s oh god in good <laughs> everything times. good starts in the 1300s nothing good starts in the 1300s <laughs> nothing um, in Paris's Ile de la Cité there was this exact setup a barber and a baker and a baker and a candlestick maker I literally have that written down <laughs> <laughs> great minds <laughs> um, right next door to each other on Rue des Marmosets Mm -hmm. Please tell me how to say that properly. I, I used to speak French, but I clearly I do not anymore. Would have to lie now. Move on. You're good. It's close. Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, so it's interesting that it like places the exact location of this. Yeah, that would kind of lend credence to the fact that it probably happened. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, so exactly how old mate Johnny Depp would have you believe there was a barber who had like a little trapdoor mm -hmm. into a basement and he would basically prey on um, transients and students and that sort right, of thing. Yeah. People Be who maybe wouldn't be missed if they went missing. Mm -hmm. um, 
and then his neighbor mm -hmm. the baker would make um, pies from their liver and fava beans it was such a popular patisserie patisserie bakery is there a difference? Same thing? Different stories say different things. So some say that it was like a bakery, uh, and then some say patisserie, but it specialized in meat pies. And so it would be a patisserie. Yeah, I, I, like I would think it would be a patisserie. Like sweet things. Like I went to the patisserie yesterday right. and got you a little treat. Yeah, exactly. It was not a human treat. I sincerely hope not. If not, it was delicious. It was way. delicious, yes. Um, yeah, so it was so popular that Charles VI was said to have been a fan. So the yeah. king's just eating, you know. Yeah, well, they did a lot of Whoever's wheels. liver. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this all came crashing down when the barber chose the wrong person to uh, knock oh. off. So this guy goes in for a haircut and a shave. Mm -hmm. Which, like, I still don't understand people who go to the barber and get like a shave with a straight, straight razor. Straight razor shave, no. I just could not trust someone to do that. We've got a friend who is the hairiest person alive. You know who I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And um, when they listen to this, they're going to know that I'm talking about them. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, but before a special event recently, they went to a barber and got a straight razor shave. And I was like, is shocked. he crazy? I was like, how... No. Can you trust someone no. like that? No. Like, I just... No. No. Would never be able to trust there anyone. There is no but, one. But, you know, no one. control issues, apparently. No one on this planet I would trust near me with a straight razor. No. no. Absolutely not. not. But apparently close. it was commonplace back in the day. So, this guy goes in for, like, a shave and a haircut or whatever, and the barber knocks him off. But what he doesn't know is that this guy's tied up his pet dog outside. <gasps> and he also has a family. Oh. He's not a transient. He's uh -oh. not a student. He might have just looked a little bit rough. Uh -oh. Um, yes. Yeah, so, this guy's wife comes looking for him, finds the dog tied up outside, and the dog won't leave. Oh. She's like, come on home, Fido. The dog's like, no, I'm staying oh. here because my person's up there. And so that sort of raised red flags, and it started off this investigation. Well, when the police came, they, of course, found the setup, right? Mm -hmm. Um both the baker and the barber were arrested. Um, they were executed. Don't know As how. you would. Were they made into a pie? Please tell me they were made into a pie. I literally have written down no word on if they were turned into a pâté for old time's sake. Oh. A pâté? A pâté. God, what is wrong with me? This is so bad, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, into a pâté. Yeah, no, no word. I, I doubt it. Um, interestingly, there was a lot of English propaganda at the time, which really, well, not at the, not in the 1300s, but when mm. later on the story yeah. of Sweeney Todd right. came out in the Penny right. Dreadfuls, there was a lot of propaganda that portrayed the French as cannibalistic. <laughs> so maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and trust me, some of this, yeah, right, like. <laughs> I know, right? Like the English weren't over there making bone broth out of their neighbors. Oh, and more, and even better things, yes. So Yeah, I also looked up this lady who, um, in a similar vein to the soap lady, turned her, <laughs> her um, boss into, like, lard to bake with and then fed all her neighbors with it. 
Okay, see, this makes that whole pie from the help look weak, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my Google search history is so bad. If you lose your phone, delete you are so history. going to jail. If anything just, ever happens to me, just oh, delete it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I am is, on a list somewhere. <laughs> oh, this is a helpful hint. If you do Google search any of this crap that we do come up with. Do it in incognito. <laughs> Please delete immediately because trust me, if you lose your your phone, your shit's going to jail. I mean, it's it's not good. <laughs> I look at my tablet and God bless him. My grandson went to open it and hit the internet, and I was like, Oh God, no, 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 no. Use the other tablet, please. <laughs> don't don't look at this because <laughs> some of them automatically come up with pictures. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. That was a real problem, Googling the lady that turned her neighbor into soap. Oh, I was like, no. No, no, no. I no. want to see this. No. Okay, maybe. But no. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, the goodest boy, this little floof, was, depending on what story you read, either given a medal for helping <laughs> with the investigation. <laughs> Yay, dog. Or they put a bronze statue of him on the site. They probably or, have the bronze statue. Just wait. Um, no. Or they made like a stone pyramid to honor him. I don't know why. Why a pyramid on the site? Um, either way, it apparently lasted to like 1530s. Okay. And then was taken down. But now, now the building is the um, site of the Ildicities Police Department. <laughs> And when you go into their basement, according to this one blog that I was reading about it, she has pictures. Um, I will try to find the name of it and I'll put it in our show notes. Um, I should probably start citing my sources here. Um, but it was... Messy Nessie is the name of this. <laughs> MessyNessieChic.com um, Anyway, she's got this picture in the basement. of um, It's where the motorcycles are kept. And there's like a. <laughs> so we've gone from the the body barn to the bike barn. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so there is the old stone foundations in. Yeah, I'll show you. In the uh, bottom of the police motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Oh um, my god. A thrice recycled story about upcycling and oh. somewhat circular economy. Wow. <laughs> okay, that, that, that. Okay. The only thing I can do to follow on to that oh. is that the king visited there. Yeah. Well, apparently, not only was the sixth of France a, a fan, but Charles II of England, <coughs> according to the Atlas Obscura, mm -hmm. was a big fan of what they called King's Drops. What? Yeah. King's they drops. would grind up human skulls, mix it with alcohol, and the king would drink it. It was supposed to be good for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, uh, I... I don't know where they came just up picturing with. the cocktail you'd make out of that yeah well and I, I'm wondering where they're coming up with those skulls and you know I mean there had to have been 
some serious bucks to be made in the body recycling department. Yeah. You know? For, For sure. sure. Well, I mean, you've got like the, um, the two guys in Edinburgh, Burke and Hare, is that yeah. who used to just like knock people off and take them sell their bodies because yeah. you could make a lot of money doing that well, yeah apparently it was a thing i mean being a serial killer was historically a profitable thing yeah well I mean, as long as you didn't get caught uh, well, as long as you were careful about who you knocked off i guess yeah, yeah yeah but yeah and apparently there was another guy i mean these people had some really really bizarre ideas of, of medicines and and potions there was one guy who, <laughs> for uh, thinning hair or, or a receding hairline, uh, apparently you grew moss on a skull and then shaved the moss off and powdered it and used that. Like the best toupee. It was the liquor of hair, apparently. And then also, if you use that same concoction, it helped jaundice. Okay. Okay. It's just multi-purpose. I it like is. It. it was. It, it was like the uh, sage of the day. It, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. Does cured it get rid everything. Does it ghosts in your house? Yeah, cured yeah, everything. Um, if you had cataracts, apparently, if you dried up shit and ground it up oh, and blew it in your eye here's shit in your eye um, you're going to get a nasty case of pink eye conjunctivitis is there and so it must I don't know but that supposedly cured cataracts so I, I mean I guess the conjunctivitis might if the cataract hadn't well been they there wouldn't be able to see the cataract covering your lens through all the goop in your eye from the <laughs> so, shit that's in it. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. I just thought that it was incredibly bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I, I... Oh, if you really want to be grossed out by medieval... And, oh, I do. Tell me. I, I Just go to the Atlas Obscura and look at the... Um, what do they call it? Uh, corpse medicine. That's I knew there was a name for it. Corpse medicine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Promised better health through cannibalism. I, I no, actually am reading that directly from. But yeah, yeah. It was uh, some of the, the the cures. Yeah, a, a fresh cadaver of a red-haired man was uh, supposed harder to, be. to come by than you might think. I would imagine. I, Maybe I'm, not though. In like, in the Scotland, UK, in Scotland. Ireland. This would explain a lot of the loss of population in the borders. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of those people probably got turned into medicine. <laughs> into a cocktail. Could have been. The originals. Oh, God. God. Oh, I know. Oh, they just, dear me. I, I, some of these things really... And I read this stuff just before I went to sleep last night. So. Oh, my. Oh, God. It was a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, about three thirty this morning I was like, Okay. I <laughs> oh. white noise something, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, you look like you need more coffee. I do need more coffee. I, mean, I swear we seriously have got to get bigger cups. I mean I've had two since we've been sitting here. I've just been slowly topping up. Oh, whoops. 
Okay, hold on. You're going to have to do yours. Okay. Just, just quietly, okay? I'm trying. It's not quiet. It sounds like you're weighing. Well, it's <laughs> I don't care. It's coffee. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, um, if anyone wants to hear like a, a way better, more polished version of the Parisian Sweeney Todd, um, the podcast Lord really good episode on it. I know I've been trying to get you to listen mm-hmm. to it for ages. I know. But um Aaron Mangi, he's quite good. He's like his podcast has been turned into like an Amazon series and stuff. But he did a really good version or version, a really good episode on um on the original Sweeney Todd. Oh, there's also a um song about it that I'm not gonna Please don't <laughs> I'm not going to attempt. I'm not going to make anyone listen to my dulcet tones there is um, an there is a song there's about a song in like an old french like like a nursery oh like, you know, like a like, nursery rhyme oh. like you know what you'd sing to your children before they go to bed about a barber mm. and a baker who ate their clientele or sold their clientele it's things to uh-huh well that would make for nice sleeps wouldn't it i mean <laughs> makes the monster under the bed <laughs> The Grilled. dust bunnies, not the dust bunnies. <laughs> Big pointy teeth. <laughs> cool. So that mm. is us, is it? I think it is. Sweet. Well, thanks for coming back um, and listening to all the worthless shit we know. <laughs> Bye. Bye.